Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, here with you on Valentine's Day. I know you're thinking, bitch, what the fuck? It's not I'm Sorry What Wednesday, but here is my philosophy on it. As a member of the single bitch community, I was like, listen, I know that Valentine's Day can be hard, and not just for us single hoes. For a lot of people, there's people who pretend like they don't care about the holiday, which is a nice front, but I'm sure you do. There's people who, you know, maybe their boyfriend is working or maybe their girlfriend is like out of town or their partner, you know, can't get out of something tonight or long distance or whatever. Like, I just know that it's not a good feeling on this specific day, no matter how hard you try to avoid it. There are feelings of loneliness today, and I just wanted to give you the option to not be alone. Listen, the podcast is here to drink wine with you, to gossip with you, to hold your hand, to talk shit, like whatever you need to do, like that's what I'm here for today. We can cry together, we can laugh together, and you know, I just thought, what a fun day to, you know, promote the podcast. Also, to keep it 100 with you guys. I thought it'd be really cute to take Valentine's Day photos and I was like planning my outfits in my head, but I didn't want to do too many pictures of myself on Instagram because, you know, I post one like when the podcast comes out. So I was like, well, if I do the podcast on Tuesday, then it makes sense that I'm posting these pictures of myself. And that's on being delusional. And we love to see it. We love to see it. I, I recognize that, you know, my Instagram's gotten a little boring. Actually, sorry, let me back the fuck up. Let me back this tractor up because I am pissed the fuck off about this. And listen, I'm not trying to be cocky. Obviously, we all know I don't have like the largest following in the world. But normally when I post a good picture of myself, like, you know, we're ranging upper 40s. Okay, I don't know if you all even saw this because I know there are some of you who are loyal to my gram. And I posted last week a promo picture for the podcast. And I thought it was kind of cute. I tried a new pose. I've been trying to be different because I recognize that like, I know my angles. I know my spots that I think I look cute. But then it's like then I just literally have the same photo back to back. And I imagine it's snoozy. I imagine it gets a little snoozy. So I've been trying to play with my, you know, my angles and my my, you know, poses. And I post this picture and I, I thought it was pretty cute. Zero likes. And then I could check the insights and it was like accounts reached like four. So then I called my girlfriend, Victoria. I'm like, can you see if you even see this post on my Instagram? And like she had to go to my profile to see it. So I feel like I got blackballed by fucking Instagram. And I'm like, what did I do to you? Like, what have I done to you except for deliver you quality content? Emmy award winning selfies. Like what? Why are you being so mean to me? Like, I don't understand. I post I post on you and I post on TikTok equally. I mean, a little bit more on TikTok because you're supposed to. But like I posted Instagram reels. You asked us to do reels and I did it. And then you just go off. So listen, I'm not saying you have to. But if you want to scroll back through the profile, and like check it out. And you could just tell me you could be like, you know, I saw it and I didn't like it because I didn't like it. And I'm like, OK, that's fine. We can have that conversation. I'm open to your feedback on my poses. But like they ended up only getting two likes. One was Victoria. And one was some bot account. And I was like, what? So I was I was, you know, really bamboozled. So anyways, back to back to Valentine's Day. Here's the thing, too. And I'm not trying to be annoying. I know that like some of us little life motivator people can just 
being annoying as fuck. You're like, I just want to be sad and lonely, lonely today. And I'm like, listen, you can do you. But the theme of this podcast today is very much going to be like, let's not, you know. So in the I'm sorry what moment at the end of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about like my plans and like I'm sorry what about like us being like not thinking we can have a good fucking day, right? Spoiler alert. But I would like to start this by explaining why this holiday in particular is so great for me, you know, because of course we got to make it about me. But I just mean that when I was thinking about it, the other message I wanted to drive home was like, I was at the peak of my shady shade on Valentine's Day like four years ago now. Like how long have Jimmy and I been broken up? Three or four years? Honestly, I can't I cannot remember. But I historically and dramatically and epically broke up with Jimmy a matter of days before Valentine's Day. When it comes to things I look back on my life and I'm kind of like, I'm sad, but I'm proud. Like, Bitch, you know I live for the drama. And when I made that drama come right up to my own front door, I was like, okay, bitch, you just you want to be absolutely the most dramatic bitch alive. Okay, break up with your boyfriend the day before your colonoscopy and three days before Valentine's Day. But that for me, the breakup with Jimmy and listen, this is nothing against him. I know that he gets a lot of shade on the podcast, but like he also got a lot of shade when we were dating. So it's kind of like one of those things, you know, I feel like that's just the relationship we had. So I'm kind of used to it. But I think one of the big things about it for me was just that like this was such a big moment in my life. Like there are times I think as you get older that you look back and you're like, this was a turning point for me. I remember growing up thinking that a lot about when I got Crohn's and I and I still think that. But I just think that the turn and the switch that happened in my life, in my world when I broke up with Jimmy was astronomical. So this isn't really about like, oh, you're talking about your ex on Valentine's Day. No, I'm talking about me bad bitching that shit up and being like, no, actually, fuck this. Like, I can actually do better. And so for me, Valentine's Day is kind of this reminder that like, hey, you did that. Like, you did that shit. You broke up with him and you decide your self-worth and then you turned your fucking life around. Like, I am so grateful, of course, and I know I say this all the time about like my friends that like just totally stood by me for all this shit. Like they were my friend before. They're my friend after. Like they got to witness, I think, just such an amazing growth in change. And I just love who this person I am now. And I don't think I would have been able to become her without the Jimmy saga, without the breakup. And then I was like thinking about it. And like now that we're done, like let's take a, a beat on the whole inspirational shit. But can we talk about how iconically shady I was? OK, because if you weren't around or you don't remember what I, I like soft launched the breakup. And I don't even think I knew what I was doing at the time. Like I must have known, but I, I think I just wanted to feel better. And so I got all dressed up. I poured myself a big ass, a fucking big ass glass of rosé and I put on this like cute pink dress and I took pictures and I literally posted and my caption was obsessed with the self-love part of Valentine's Day. Like you shady, unbelievable genius bitch. Like I am so proud of her. I am so proud of her because I was literally and I'll talk about it later. I was thinking about the uh, Megan Fox thing and I was like, I want to be that shady. And I was like, I was I fully was. I deleted all the pictures of him. The amount of like DMs I got or I remember like my friends were having their friends text them and be like, oh, my God, did Ashley and Jimmy break up? And at the time, I wasn't thinking it was going to be this like big announcement, but like damn bitch. And then. And then like the unbelievably annoying ass motherfucker I am, I waited like 
I think it was a couple weeks until I posted the breakup episode of the podcast where everyone got to find out the real tea. Um, <laughs> it was a very nice episode, obviously, we all know. And uh, it, it, I just I just love that I did that. And so that's the kind of energy I think we need to bring to Valentine's Day. Like Valentine's Day is just a reminder to me that like no matter what happens, you're going to be OK. And I am just so glad about that. The other annoying thing that happened around Valentine's Day years before was I got stung by the stingray. Like this is also my stingray anniversary. So as much as I've been talking shit about March, like February gears me up for March. Like these two months are just wild for me. But I also think the stingray thing was a big deal because that was like a first of all fucking hilarious. But I like overcame that, still made it to Oregon, like all that shit, you know. And listen, I'm I'll turn anything into some inspirational shit. Okay, like anything. And I will turn the stingray there if I would like to. But overall, I just felt like I feel I felt like I could give this good message that wasn't that annoying about Valentine's Day because I lived it like I literally went through a breakup on like on this week and it was so painful and then it wasn't, you know, and I have to say this like it's so important to reflect on like what really helped you through it, you know? And of course for me, like I'm like, I bad bitch my way out of it. But one of the most important things that happened that day in particular was that friend of the podcast, Ryan and Julie, uh, they called, I think Ryan called me in the morning on Valentine's day and was like, all right, we're like, we're going to, we're going to come see you. We'll see you in Oakland. Like, you know, and, uh, we went to, Temescal Brewing, of course, as you know, that's a hot date spot for me now. Um, but, you know, it was it was so awesome. And it really like kicked off this, you know what, I'm going to be OK. Like I I built this life for myself with these amazing people. And I got so lucky to have this incredible support system. And I don't have to lean on Jimmy. I don't have to have this boyfriend, this man, you know, I can do this. Like, I'm going to be fine. And most importantly, like, I don't have to stay with a guy that's not good enough for me. Like, I listen, and I'm not, we all know I'm not trying to shit on Jimmy. It's not that he wasn't good enough for me. It was that we, like, let me retract that. Let me redact that statement. It was that we we just grew se- we grew separately. Like, I grew up and he stayed, which also sounds really mean. How do I say this without sounding like a total fucking bitch? It's, it's, not, it's just that I wanted, you know, to get married and live together. And he wanted to stay at home with his parents, you know? You know what? I think I, I, there is no way I'm making this sound good. But it's, at the end of the day, what I'm trying to get at is it's not about him. It's not even about our relationship. It was about me. And like... And, and that's why I just love Valentine's Day, because I am obsessed with the self-love part of Valentine's Day. And I do think that we can like really fucking power through this shit. And we don't need to be like sad bitch express, because why? There are so many things that you should love yourself for and be proud of. And like, yeah, of course, we're all going to get a little fucking lonely. And of course, we all wish that's like some man would just show up with like, you know, flowers and shit. I, personally, I'm nervous that another man's ever going to show up with Russell Stover chocolate again, because I don't know what I'm going to do with that. If you're new to the podcast, let me just back it up for you. I work for a chocolate company. I don't like to talk about it on here because I don't want at some point HR to be like, hey, 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 don't do that. Um, Because, you know, this isn't like exactly a work appropriate conversation most of the time. But anyways, I work for a chocolate company. And when Jimmy and I broke up, he door dashed me like we were separated, but he door dashed me 
wrestles over chocolate with a teddy bear and lilies, which I'm allergic to. Right. And then <laughs> and then Scotland got me wrestles over chocolate with a stuffed animal dog. And he meant what like I do not want to shit on him. Like I totally get it. He was like, well, I thought you might want and I. But it was just so funny. And I'm like. I am so scared that another man is going to buy me Russell Silver chocolate. And it's like, what do you, I don't just, what am I supposed to just tell somebody? Like, maybe I should, if if I have to go back on the apps, maybe it will be like, please don't ever buy me Russell Silver chocolate. Like, it's just, it's a bad sign for me. Like those, those things don't work out. But anyways, so yeah, I, uh. I got it. I'm I'm very scarred from Russell Stover's and Valentine's Day. But anyways, today's a good fucking day. You're going to spend it with me. We're going to bad bitch the shit up. And uh, speaking of bad bitches, like, you know, let's talk about the fucking Super Bowl. I will. I obviously I'm going to talk about Rihanna, but I'll start with the game game because I know some of y'all love the football rundown. And here's the hot goss. I was hungover as fucking fuck on Sunday. I don't drink anymore like that often, like not like I don't drink anymore, you know, not like not annoyingly, but I just don't drink a lot. And so when I do my body the next day is like, knock, knock, it's me. You already have nausea. What are you doing? But like a thousand percent worth it. So I hoboed that shit up on the couch, which was good, though, because I was like, you know, at a party, I can get distracted. And I was like, I want to watch this game. I got very invested in the Kelsey brothers. Um, it was actually really funny. I was talking to the otter today and he, I was like, you know, this was the first year I feel like in a while that I really sat down and watched the game. Cause I feel like I'm just so like, I just really got into football and he's like, well, that's all just because of Purdy. And I was like, well, he's just the sweetest angel baby in the whole world. And I would watch any sport that he played cause I'm obsessed with him. But then I was like, now this sparked because I started talking about football on TikTok that my algorithm kind of changed. And then I was really introduced into the Kelsey brothers. So if you don't know who they are in the, in the, like top tier drama is that these two brothers were playing against each other in the Super Bowl. But you know what? Can I say this? Actually, I want I want to retract my top tier statement. This was like a mid tier because a top tier would have been if one of them was on offense and one of them was on defense. Like that shit's juicy as hell. Like I remember when I was in high school and we did like powder puff football, which if you didn't do that, it was like flag football for girls, you know, sexism and all that stuff uh, and we were like coached by football players of like our own class and I remember it was this very big deal because Jillian and I were going up against each other but I played as I like to as I like to call it but I have been taught that that's not the name I like I played the hiker and she was like a running back or whatever so we never really interacted but I remember this being and I know it's called a center but I like it called the hiker. I was the hiker. And, you know, we never we never clashed. And I feel like that drama was also really missed. So we did have our own, you know, Florin Bowl. It just wasn't as publicized as the Kelsey Bowl for whatever reason. But anywho, um, so these two brothers played against each other. So that was hot goss. And my favorite was they showed this clip of so I don't remember who plays on who. So I'm just going to say the Chiefs. Kelsey brother, he scored. And then the the camera pans to the other Kelsey brother and he's like enjoying a snack on the sidelines. And I'm like, hold on, nobody told me I could eat during this sport. Like maybe I would have changed my fucking tune and tried to have been a girl football player if I would have known I could have been snacking on the side. Like what the fuck? But also, um, listen, I decided to root for the Eagles 
for a couple reasons, all of which will make total and complete sense to everybody because they're very logical. My first one, I think I might have regrets on, but the first reason I wanted to root for the Eagles was because the coach started crying during the national anthem. First of all, I love us. We we love a crier. I'm a crier. And I felt like he was a part of the crying club. I've seen him cry multiple times. And I love that. Like, we love to see that. But then I was like, oh, the national anthem. Like, is he a little too America for me? But like, whatever. So um, I liked it. I liked him because he was crying. Also, between the two quarterbacks, I don't listen. I know that I don't have any ground to stand on with Mahomes. I think he's fine. Like, he's, you know, talented or whatever. But I really like the other guy. First of all, he's hotter, which I know is rude. It's not like Patrick Mahomes is ugly, but it's just like this other guy's hotter. And he has my favorite I don't give a fuck sports attitude. So he's like in interviews and he's like, yeah, man, I play football. He's like, what the fuck is it? Like, what's it to you? Like, he just is so fucking calm. So let me. So, you know, I wanted to root for him for that. And then, you know, I got a couple friends who are Eagles fans and I was like, all right, whatever. And then, you know, someone else brought it up where it was like, hey, you know, if your team loses to like the Super Bowl team, then it's like not as painful, I guess. So I don't know. I thought I would try that out. But, uh, you know, the Eagles did not win. And let me just tell you, the game was high scoring and we love the drama for that. And what I was really enjoying is sometimes I get bored with the quarterbacks if they just do the same shit. I'm like, I don't really want to see you just like hand off the ball. Like, give me something to believe in. Like, throw the ball. Give me the anxiety of an interception. Like, I'm just trying to live, you know? So anyways, what I liked about um, number one on the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, there we go. I was like, I know I know his name. Is he was like, he was switching it up for me. He was running. He was, he was throwing. It was everything that I wanted. And then in the biggest drama ever, this motherfucker fumbles the football and causes a touchdown for the other team and I'm like oh shit like there's no way this motherfucker is going to recover right like imagine you imagine you literally on what they say is America's biggest stage but I just want to say that if Glee hasn't performed there then I'm not believing it but anyways like you're on the biggest stage for your sport and you know you fumble the football like that's football 101 like don't drop the damn ball and then they score a touchdown right and I'm just like oh fuck this guy's out this motherfucker turns around and scores a touchdown right back himself he runs it in and I was like okay I see this bitch I was like you really got that cool calm collected demeanor and he was like let me show you who the fuck I am and I just feel like you know that I think there's so many good lessons you can take from sports. And I think this was a big one. Like this guy made a mistake and he could have let that fuck up his whole day. And then he was like, no, bitch, I'm going to forgive myself. Shit happens and I'm going to keep going. But I will say this. I did almost switch teams for a minute because the Chiefs Kelsey brother hit the stinky leg. And listen, I would not argue that the stinky leg is a sexy dance in any way, shape or form. Like you're literally got your stank face on and you're just kind of twisting your leg as if you are like you just stepped in poop and you're trying to get it off your cleat. And yet. I I don't know. I wanted to stinky leg right with them. I was like, oh, this guy's hot. Like and did you know that he used to have a dating show? I didn't even listen. I don't pay attention to these people at all. But apparently, I thought that this Kelsey brothers were like new to the game. I was like, oh, this is exciting. They just seem really popular. No, they just got a podcast this year. This motherfucker's been playing for 10 years. And in the early bits of his career, he had a, his own dating show. And I'm like, bring it the fuck back. You know what I mean? Like now he's got like, but bring it back and put that shit on their podcast. 
like so fun, right? I don't know. I'm into it. I would like to see him do a dating show again. I, you know, and then there's this clip of him on TikTok where he's like greeting his niece and he's like, hey, baby girl. And I was like, sir, you're you are really competing with Joe Burrows right now for like the TikTok honey fame. So um, (laughs) anyways, it was overall the game was good, but like, you know, here's the deal. It ends on like a kick. And you, everybody knows if you've been listening to the podcast, I love the kickers. They stress me out. Like, I just want them to do well. It's like a whole thing. But I didn't need to end this game on the kick. Like, I was just so bored. I'm like, let us battle it out. Like, I wanted to see like a battle to the very end because the game was so close the whole time. And then it just got snoozy with a kick. It's like, ugh. Give me something to fucking believe in. You know what I mean? And listen, I know that's mean because, you know, it's a kicker. But then I was trying to I was I didn't want the kicker to like not kick it because that shit stresses me out. But I also didn't want the game to end because I was like, this is it. Like, I'm trying to see Hertz get back on the field and like do something. You know what I mean? Also, the other juicy ass thing that was happening this whole time, because I now watch the Kelsey brothers like clips and I think I will. I, whenever they do the Super Bowl episode of the podcast, I will be tuning in because that's juicy. Like one bro- brother beat another. Like I got to hear how they like handle that and talk about it. Like that's fucking piping hot tea. However, the other clip that I saw was that the Eagles um, guy, he's he, well, by the way, what I love about him is he's a center. And I feel like the centers don't ever get the hype that they deserve. And like, look at this center, like just becoming a, the star of the fucking show. So anyways, he uh, his wife was 36 weeks pregnant and they brought their OBGYN to the Super Bowl. So I don't understand why there wasn't a side sportscaster like in the room with her and just letting us know if this kid was happening or not. Like, can you give birth at the Super Bowl? Like, is it allowed? Like, are we do do we do that? Like, can can it be done? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And let me tell you, the commercials were so so. And the, the hardest thing to believe about the Super Bowl was that Snoop Dogg wears Skechers. That was that was the hardest thing for me to believe. That paired with the fact that Jesus is somehow spending money on advertising. That and, and Snoop Dogg wearing Skechers. I'm like, how much fucking money did you make? And how much money do you need? You are Snoop Dogg. You really had to sell yourself for some Skechers? I don't know. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. But... Yeah, I don't really have much to say about the commercials. I did watch them. That's the stressful part about the Super Bowl. It's like, when do you get up and do shit? Because you're supposed to watch the commercials. You're supposed to watch the game. It would be absolutely disrespectful. You do shit during Rihanna's performance, you know, like whatever. Okay, let me talk about speaking of Rihanna. Let me talk about Rihanna's performance. Here's the thing. I want to preface this by saying I loved it. However, I'm going to I'm going to give you how I was experiencing it. So first off, I think that one of the things we ruined about Super Bowl halftime performances is that there's there's historically a special guest. So then the whole time I'm just waiting for the special guest. Right. And what was stressing me the fuck out was that there was rumors it was going to be Kanye West barf. And then she's on the floating stage. She's on the floating stage. We all know, especially if you're a Swifty, we know about the fucking floating stage. I'm like, is Kanye West going to float down into this shit because between like I said not to bring it back but between the Jesus commercials and Kanye I just don't think I could take it I just didn't think I could take it so you know uh the whole time I was kind of stressed and then I and this is a, a shared experience I know so many of us were like wait a second is she pregnant 
But then you don't want to be an asshole, right? Because like no one wants to just ask somebody if they're pregnant. And I'm really glad that we've gotten to a point in society where we recognize that it's not okay to just ask a woman if she's pregnant or even just think it or whatever. So I'm glad that we all had that shared experience. But I was like, is she going to like, you know, VMAs, Beyonce this shit up and like pull back her jacket and show us a little bump? So, you know, then for a minute there, I was kind of like, so I was kind of in anxiety about who she was going to bring out because I'm not fun. I don't I always have to predict surprises like I just can't be tamed. I need to know what's going to happen. And so, you know, I just kept like waiting to see who she was going to bring out. And, um, you know, then she didn't, which I loved because I was like, yeah, bitch, you don't need a fucking share. And I know that people didn't like them, but the marshmallow men were my absolute favorite. When these marshmallow men came out running with their arms out and they just look like little fluffy stars. I've never been more happy in my life. I was like, this brings me endless joy. And then Rihanna just being the absolute baddest, like putting up, like pulling out her makeup. And she's like Fenty motherfucking beauty bitch. And I was like, God, I love this girl. Here's the thing. I think it's hard to compare hers with other performances because I think that in the last couple of years, we've got a lot of theatrics. So like you think Lady Gaga, she like literally jumped from the ceiling, but she had like costume change like she was sparkly like all those things and then you know with Katy Perry she had that big like tiger thing she was riding on and then like the set for the you know the Snoop Dogg and and um, Eminem was really good so it felt more it didn't feel as much as like this major uh performance if you would but like talent wise and for me like excitement wise like I was fucking into it I thought she did amazing she sings incredible her songs slap on slap. Like, I mean, I don't understand why Ponda Replay didn't play, but I will, I'll live or SOS unless I missed it. But yeah, it, I really want to go back and watch it because I feel like it was hard for me because I kept trying to anticipate what was happening next. And I'm like, can you just enjoy anything? Like, what is wrong with you that you can't just like enjoy fucking life? You know, it was really more of a, um, it's more of a reflection for myself. But overall, I thought she did great. And I I love me some fucking Riri. OK, before I turn off the celebrity segment of the podcast, which was just me talking about Rihanna, like we got to talk about Megan Fox because this shit was iconic. So rumors are swirling that Megan Fox and MGK broke up because Megan Fox posted on Instagram like a series of pictures. There was like another man in them, but like we don't know who that man is, at least the last time I checked. And then the last photo in this carousel was like her burning some shit. And I was like, okay, Taylor Swift picture to burn. Like I see you. And then the caption was like something about, you know, I can't, oh shit, I should have written it down. Like, what am I doing? I'm running a fucking successful podcast. I even like do my research, but it was something about like the truth always comes out or something shady like that. And then, and then she only follows three people on Instagram right now, Timothy Chalamet, Harry Styles, and Eminem. So you just have to assume that MGK must hate these people. And we know that he hates Eminem. We know that him and Eminem publicly beef. So I'm like, listen, I love when someone is just publicly petty. And when I was writing this out, I was like, God, I wish I had the cojones to be publicly petty. And then I remembered the fucking I'm obsessed with the self-love part about Valentine's Day. And then I was like, you also have a podcast where you like throw minor shades. So let's relax. But I don't have the Ma the Megan Fox level 
of excitement. Like she looked fucking snatched and hot as well. Like she's like, let me post the hottest photos of myself, me burning your shit. And I'm going to tell everybody that you're a dick and I'm going to follow three people. And honestly, everything about that relationship scared me. And I, I, you know, I mean, I guess let me back it up because I'm like, not everything at first. I was like, oh, they seem great together. They seem happy. But the minute that story came out about how the engagement ring was designed to like bring her pain if she takes it off, I was like, oh, I don't think this is a kink. I think this is like not good. And then also I'm just like, MGK, you look like what I imagine a lab rat would look like if it got electric electrocuted. And then you're going to cheat on Megan fucking Fox. Like, I just never understand. I will never understand. Jay-Z, Beyonce, like what? In the actual fuckaroos, you know? So anyways, I just, I don't know if they're broken up. It hasn't been confirmed for reals, but everything in my soul really fucking hopes that they are, you know, like really fucking rooting for this, this round. Do you know what I mean? Hi friends, I am so excited about a new segment on the podcast called Ask Ashley. This isn't totally new in the world of Ashley Sleek Incorporated, of course, because my very first blog I had was called Ask Ashley and I absolutely love doing it and I'm so excited to be bringing it to the podcast. But the only way it has mad success is if you all share your juicy questions with me. So please submit your questions. You can do it anonymously on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's of course. Click the link in my bio and there's a Google form. I promise you it is anonymous because listen, maybe I try to sneakily see if I can see who submitted questions. I cannot. So please, please, please submit there. Or if you don't care about being anonymous, you can submit via your email on my website at ashleysleek.com. I am so excited to hear your questions and I love you so much. Okay, bye. Can I also just express that something so weird is happening to me right now? I'm sure it's not as crazy as I think it is, but I woke up with this weird bump on my forearm and it's really distracting because I can see it in the camera, but I think I accidentally like anti-manifested. I know that's a thing. I know not all manifestations are positive, so you have to be careful. My aunt taught me that about like, you know, being too self-deprecating, especially when it comes to dating, because then like that shit will happen. But I was on the phone with my girlfriend, Erin, and I was like, we were talking about this time that there was a scary bug in our apartment when I was on the phone with her. And I was like, you know what? Knock on wood. Like I have almost been in my apartment for like a full year, which is absolutely insane. Like it'll be a year coming up here in March. And I literally like have not seen like a big scary bug at all. Like I haven't had to do any murders, like uh, just little bugs. And then I woke up with this massive bump and I feel like it is a freaking radioactive spider bite and I'm going to be spider girl and I just don't want that level of responsibility like I just I'm clumsy I just like I don't I don't want to fight crime like I want bad people like to go to jail and everything it's just like I don't necessarily need to be the one that puts them there you know I can entertain them with a podcast while they're in there if they'd like but I just I not no I don't want to fight crime so but it really like hurts and I feel like should I be concerned does anyone think I should be concerned? Let me know. You DM me. Um, OK, so let's get into a little Ask Ashley. So I got a um, a super fun question that I loved because they said, hi there. I love the podcast and have got my friends and boyfriend hooked on it, too. Obsessed with you. Thank you for doing the Lord's work. We all love your advice with life in general. My boyfriend particularly. Par- 
sorry, someone come get her, particularly loves your sports analysis. Thank you so much, by the way. I feel like sports analysis was a new segment on the podcast, and I think it's getting great reviews. So thank you. With it being Super Bowl Sunday, would you ever do a sports analysis breakdown of your online dates and physical hookups? As that would be amazing with how you do the sports in general. That's my boyfriend's idea. I love the work advice as that has helped me massively and still use that advice to help me with my work environment. Thank you again for all your work. Oh my God, I I love this. First of all, can I say this? If your boyfriend listens to the podcast, marry that man. Marry that man, period. If your boyfriend legitimately enjoys the podcast and listens on his own, you, you marry that man. And then call me and I'll officiate. For reals, I am available. Um, I This question just made me so happy. So in honor of of the request, um, it was perfect. I, I saw Super Bowl Sunday and I was like, this is great. I am absolutely going to give you a sports report dating. I did something a little similar with the, with the dating recap last year, but I think I'm like, I think I got you. I think I got you on this. Okay. Because <clears throat> there's a story I forgot to share. And so let's get into the highlight reel of the last couple weeks of Ashley's dating life. So I'd like to start here with a Tom Brady return. Tom Brady returned and not all of us wanted him. Nobody was really rooting for him to come back. No one really fucking cared. So uh, in honor of that, I also had a return that I did not really want. And that was Mr. Gorgeous. I'm not even fucking with you guys. The man who tried to get me to look in the mirror while having sex, which was the ultimate flag on the play, the ultimate penalty, the major like kicked out of the game. Like this boy is suspended for life, like kicked out of the whole damn league. He he came back. He texted me and he was like, hey, just checking in on how you're doing. And listen, here's the thing about Mr. Gorgeous is this motherfucker has always made a return when I'm at my best. I imagine it's like, you know, a little curse, if you would, but like a blessing at the same time, because I'm like, I must be thriving. I remember when when Scotland and I were, you know, kind of getting to a point where we were going to start talking about maybe being official and all that stuff like he called me. And then now things are getting like a little bit like not like, you know, they're going really well with the otter. And then he texted me. So I was like, is this my championship ring? Like, do I am I winning awards whenever Mr. Gorgeous texts me? So, you know, but I I don't need him. I don't need his weird underwear selfie either, Tom Brady. So, you know, we had a comeback and luckily he has decided to retire again. He took the hint. He didn't message me again. And I was like, no, thank you. So um, in the ultimate betrayal, though, like um, traded to a different team, I was very upset to find out today that my high school boyfriend, my very first boyfriend, um, requested to follow my best friend and follows my other best friend from high school and doesn't follow me. It's like, um, excuse me, can I get a penalty? Can I get a review of the tape? You're going to tell me that I was lucky enough or let me rephrase that you were lucky enough. You were blessed to have me on your team. And then, you know, you traded me, but I also broke up with him. So I guess I traded myself and then you're going to go follow all my other teammates and not me. What about me? Don't you want to pine over what you lost? Like what in the fuck You know what I mean? Uh, flag on the place all over the board. So also, I just have to say this. Um, in the world of major points lost, like major points lost, then 
you know, my best friend screenshotted the profile and this man was wearing like bright red pants and a fedora. So it's like as upset as I am that he doesn't want to like, you know, stare at the one who got away. I feel like it might have been for the best. It might have been for the best. But I just don't understand. Like you want to follow everybody else and not me. What about me? Hello? Are you still pining? Like, ugh. whatever. I'm calling in a different play. And then um, I have to admit that I, you guys, I fumbled the football. And when I say I fumbled the football, I mean, I fumbled my motherfucking words and I cannot get my fucking shit straight. Can I just tell you, I was on the phone with the otter today, like an absolute psychopath. And we only had a little bit to talk because I was like, um, I was on a lunch break and then I had a meeting at one. And so I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. He called me at like, I don't know, like 1230 or whatever. So I was like, OK, I have 30 minutes. I can chat with him, whatever. So I take his call. And normally when we talk on the phone, it's it's usually for like a pretty long duration, you know. Um, and so I felt really bad when I had to hang up. And it was like she literally forgot how to play the sport. It was like she forgot what team she was on, what game she was in, what motherfucking day it was. Like I could hear the ref like whistling in my ear, like what, stop fucking talking. I literally did this. I was like, Okay, I'm really sorry, but I have to go to a meeting. But like, if you want to call me later, you can. But I'm sure you don't have time later because you're working. And like, I totally understand that. But like, if you want to call me, like if you get a break or something or like, I don't know if you want to call me after work. Like, I know that you get off late, but like, please know that you can call me late. Like, I'll be okay. I'll be up. I promise. What? Can I get a slow down fucking instant replay on the game here? And then I just like, hung. he's like, he laughed. He's like, okay. And then I just hung up because I was so I like, bitch. What the fuck? This boy makes me nervous in like a good way, not nervous in like an uncomfortable way. Like I think I just like him. And like this is this is my Super Bowl is convincing this man that like he should be with me. And I fucking, you know, I I Jalen Hurts fumbled the football. So that means I have to pick the ball back up and go score. But it's like, how am I going to do that? I'm such an embarrassment. I'm such an embarrassment. I need my cheerleaders. I need my team. Somebody come get her. Somebody come fucking get her. Can you believe like I literally and then I got on this call and I was like, I am a fucking idiot. And of course, I've been thinking about it all day, but I'm trying to remember Jalen didn't. He just turned around and scored. Also, the one thing I've learned about this guy is I think that he like knows everything like there is to know about me. Like, obviously, he doesn't know everything about me. There's so much to learn. He's never met Smashly and like what a journey. But I mean that like. He knows I'm a little anxious piece of shit. So I think we're going to be OK. I think we're going to I think that there's a potential for the championship title. You know, I mean, at this point, there's no other players on the field. So I really hope it works out. And, I, you know, I'm happy to go for a draft again. I just hope I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, what a journey. But yeah, I mega fumbled. So, so far, the highlights have been Tom Brady on the re on, on the return, um, me getting like absolutely disrespected by my past teammate and then me fumbling the football but like she's doing fine <laughs> but like it's gonna be okay am I spending Valentine's Day alone yes but like I'll be fine like I said the self-love part so I hope that lived up to your absolute dreams of a sports dating recap I loved it Hopefully we'll do more of them. Um, and once again, thank you so much for listening. And I was dead ass serious. You marry that man. You marry that man. If he enjoys this podcast, you marry him. I'll marry you guys. I have no. Watch you guys have only been together for two months. And I'm like, that's fine. You do you, boo. When you know, you know. <laughs>
They're like, we are revoking Ashley's advice corner. Um, anyways, if you want to leave me some advice, uh, you can do that on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. It's uh, completely anonymous. So, you know, you can feel free to give me all your dirty details. I also have been loving the compliments. So keep them coming because, you know, I need them. Um, <laughs> and I will say this, you know, as I joke about Valentine's Day, it's like at least I didn't have to have that like awkward what do we do on Valentine's Day conversation? Because he just like wasn't free. And I know that like that is such an interesting um, part of dating is like when you figure out like how serious you guys are and everything. But I kind of don't I'm kind of like not in the mood for that conversation yet. So it was kind of nice of this like, hey, we don't have to really talk about what we're doing today because you're not available and the pressure is off. And because I was like, OK, but if we do spend Valentine's Day together, do I get him like a gift you know, like what? Do, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess if I was ask Ashley that shit up, I would be like, do what you want. Do what you want. Because honestly, at the end of the day, it's like you just be yourself. And if they like you, they like you. Like, that's what I'm saying about my fumble. I'm like, I doubt he was totally fucking scared by that. Honest to God, who knows mumbling that I did because. I kind of think he just knows who I am and he likes me. And, you know, when I talk to him, I will recover as well as I possibly can. But I think I'll just be fine. And if the reason this boy doesn't like me is because I got nervous wanting to talk to him again later, that's fine. Because I don't want to be afraid of what I say for the rest of my life. I just want to be me. She's just being Miley. Oh, speaking of Miley. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into the I'm sorry what moment because here's the deal. I saw someone say this on TikTok. I should have I should have saved their name so I can give them credit. But I just feel like this has to be the I'm sorry what moment. Listen, we did not just spend the last two fucking weeks singing about buying ourselves flowers to be sad on Valentine's Day. And like, that's the thesis. Like, I'm sorry what? Like, that's on facts on facts. Miley Cyrus gave us the absolute anthem to get through today. And I'm sorry, what are we going to are we going to be like a missed opportunity? Miley literally put her whole vagina out in this song for us so that way we wouldn't be sad today. And we've got to do it. Buy yourself fucking flowers. Buy yourself that crumble cookie and do you like I'm sorry, what? Listen, this is my plan for today. And I, I'm recording this Monday, so we'll see what I actually end up doing. So I'm going to do a photo shoot in the morning because we love to see it. My dad's coming by to drop me off of the book that I was so stressed about not getting. Um, and then I bought the I bought more of the ravioli heart shaped ravioli from motherfucking Trader Joe's because that's the shit. Um, I might open myself up a bottle of wine. I might not because my tummy hurts. But either way, I have my strawberry sparkling water that I like from TJ's that I'll put in a fancy ass glass. I've got an eye mask. And I've got a vibrator, so I don't know what we're so worried about. Like, this is also your reminder. It's Tuesday morning when this podcast is coming out. Charge your fucking vibrators. We got shit to do tonight. Like, you're fine. You're going to be fine. OK, you're going to be just fine. It's going to be a good fucking day. And it like we're going to get through it because Valentine's Day doesn't need to be this sad thing. It's also just 24 hours of a day and half of that you're sleeping. So why not be drunk for the other half and enjoying your damn day? If I were you, go on Bumble, see what other other single bitches are out there and be like, hey, you want to spend tonight together? Like, that would be fun. Like, I love that. But I'm sorry, what are we going to let this fucking holiday let us 
forget what our Lord and Savior, Miley Cyrus, has taught us, which is I can buy myself flowers. And she can and she will. One time on her bangers song, she says um, they asked me how I keep a man. I keep a battery pack. And that is also that's like Luke 214. You know what I mean? Like that is how we're going to get through it. So I'm sorry, what we are not going to be sad today. We are going to be fine. And of course, as I always say, let yourself feel your feels, but don't get stuck in them. You want to feel sad, feel sad. It's set a timer. We're going to feel sad for three minutes and then we're bad bitching this up. Mm -mm. Go for a walk, go outside. Do you think stay off social media if you don't want to see other people in love? I, I enjoy it. So I'm going to be probably drunk commenting. Oh, my God, you guys are the cutest couple. I love doing that. Smashly loves to DM people about how hot they are. Like and just anyways, remember this <laughs> by people. I mean, like my friends with their cup, their husbands or whatever. I'm like, you guys are just perfect. And I love you. And I mean that. So anyways, do not let tomorrow or today as you're listening, take you the fuck down. It's Valentine's Day. It's Galentine's Day. It's self-love day. You are going to be just fine. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Be more like the person who submitted Ask Ashley. Convince your boyfriend to listen. Get them on board. I've got I know there's a couple others out there like who listen to the podcast and I love you for it. And you are the best. And um. Have a great day today. Let me know how you celebrated. Hit me up on socials. You can follow me on most platforms. Honestly, I don't go on Twitter anymore. I'm going to keep it 100. My main my mains are TikTok and Instagram because I'm a Gen Z. So feel free to hit me up at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. And I will talk to you next week at a normal Wednesday time. But I hope you enjoyed this special Tuesday episode. OK, I love you. Bye.